Welcome to the Center in the City podcast. I'm your host, Wade Brill, and during this series, I'll be interviewing various thought leaders, wellness experts, and humans on how they practice sustainable self-care and mindfulness. We'll get real and raw, talk about the light and the shadow side of self-care and mindfulness, and how we can actually stay centered amid the chaos and the hustle and bustle of our modern day world. So settle in and get centered. This podcast episode is brought to you by Centered in the City, a virtual on-demand self-care and mindfulness platform with over a hundred different meditations, journaling prompts, nourishing recipes, and Pilates flows, all designed to support you feeling calm, focused, and energized as you live your life in this modern day world. For more information, head on over to centeredinthecity.org and claim your seven-day free trial. Notice how much better you will feel by having a consistent practice to support you staying centered. Welcome to today's episode of Centered in the City. It is another solo show, and I am excited to talk to you about an article I just wrote for Medium. And I want to read it to you and also create a pause for you as an individual and us as a collective to reflect. So maybe you want to listen to this episode on a daily walk or grab a journal and get cozy, but this is an opportunity to really reflect on this last year, 2020, and navigating the pandemic for a little over a year now, and really what we want to take away. What we want to take away, what we want to remember, what we want to metabolize. I had this instinct about two weeks ago now where I was sitting in my morning meditation and all of a sudden I just had this urge to write and with anything in meditation, you, know, you try to sit and observe and not be reactive as you notice the urge. And so I sat there in my practice and I was just breathing and, and being with it. And the urge just became so intense that I said, you know what? I'm just going to give myself permission to follow this urge and listen to it. And I went straight to my computer and just word vomited about 700 words. And I want to say like 15 to 20 minutes. And these words were, and the sentiment had been lingering inside of me for the last week or so after having many conversations with people on how they were feeling about uh, work life transitioning back into in person sometime this fall and how their companies were communicating to them and how they were feeling and, and how their lifestyle has been different and how it's shifted. And so... It just gave me this impulse to share and really open up a dialogue for us, again, as individuals and in our families and as a collective and in our work communities and in our neighborhoods, like to really talk about how we want to move forward into this next chapter. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my reading of my Medium article. I'll link the real thing in the show notes so you can check it out and share your comments on the Medium page. But then also, I'm going to prompt us with a couple of 
journal or reflection prompts. These are prompts actually shared with the Centered in the City community inside the Centered City platform as part of our monthly Learn and Community Call series. And so I wanted to share them with you too. And then I'm also going to be hosting some impromptu Instagram live conversations with a variety of humans about what they've learned this last year about themselves, what they're processing, again, what they want to let go of, what they want to create in this next chapter. So make sure to tune in to listen. All of those will be saved on IGTV on Instagram. So make sure you're following and staying connected at One Wade. But otherwise, settle in and enjoy. This is an opportunity to practice relational mindfulness. And so what relational mindfulness is, is how we can bring mindfulness, which is this practice of us being present and aware in moment to moment with some kindness and curiosity, how we can bring that into our communication styles. So I lead workshops on this with corporations. And of course, I teach my one-on-one clients this, but this is this opportunity to practice deep listening Deep listening to me as I share these words with you and also deep listening to yourself, hearing yourself speak and notice what is present within you. So it's allowing your mind to focus on the words as the anchor and at the same time practicing connecting to physical sensations, noticing what's present within you. So this article is called, Let's Not Go Back, Let's Go Somewhere Else. Can we slow this down, please? In this moment, I notice a pull and push of excited glee and vulnerable resistance. I feel the excitement of a kid in a candy shop, eagerly wanting to try, taste, and touch everything in sight as the world opens up. I lick my lips and my mouth waters, thinking about all of the possibilities. Hugging family members, traveling on a plane, eating out, parties, and enjoying grocery shopping again. I am an excited dog scratching at the door waiting to go outside and play. Yet at the same time, I feel this reserved, anxious resistance. This fear that once the seals popped, I will rupture this cozy little bubble I have been hibernating in the last year. I can feel myself resisting the rush and the pace of commuting and the need to fit it all in again. Just thinking about it feels exhausting and I wonder how did I even function at this speed pre-pandemic? Our global world ruptured last year and I am noticing how the collective inertia is yearning to find normalcy. I fear that if we rush right into this new normal, whatever that means, we will only be doing what American culture does best, powering through our emotions and sweeping the unpleasant truths under the rug. I fear how quickly we will forget what happened, what we learned, what we witnessed, what we want to remember. We all just collectively experience trauma, and however difficult it is to relive unpleasant memories, emotions, or thoughts, it is my belief We have to gently feel it to heal it. Because if we don't, who knows how this later might bite us in the ass, as a collective and as individuals. Let me tell you, as someone who has thought I was strong enough to not need to process my mother's death or process my own cancer journey, it all has come to find me later in life. 
There is no dreaming or wishing it away. What happened in 2020 is still here. It is all part of us that I believe deserves our attention to unpack so that we don't get to go back, but we get to go somewhere else. Under stressful situations, it is interesting to see how we show up. Some of us collapse, some of us get activated and jump into action, and some of us show up somewhere in between. We are still going through a pandemic. Even if the United States has 74 million people fully vaccinated, that is only 22.3% of the United States population, and the rest of the world is even a smaller percentage, which means the pandemic isn't truly over. As we think about work and business, how do we want to transition to this new phase? Instead of pulling associates right back into the office this fall and ripping off the Band-Aid, don't we owe it to our working communities to ease into this new space? Let's make sure we are creating psychological safety. Wouldn't it be so powerful to see big and small companies holding town halls so that people can collectively share their thoughts, worries, excitements, and needs with their community? Wouldn't it be powerful to remember the importance of taking care of people and profit at the same time? Wouldn't it be powerful to hear company leaders be transparent and express what opened their eyes this last year? How business will be approached differently? What worked well about remote working? What didn't work well? This transition to the next phase is a transition to not be skipped. Let's take our time to process and support one another. Companies get to take care of their people instead of creating another rupture only to get smoothed over by Uber Eats gift cards. As individuals, it's our responsibility to do our own introspective reflections. I beg you to take this time for yourself. Slow down and find some quiet time to reflect. Maybe that looks like journaling or a walk in the woods. Maybe ask yourself, what did I learn about myself this last year? The world, my city, my family. What values of mine became more clear and transparent? What worked well? What do I want to keep practicing? What didn't work well? What do I want to let go of? What do I want this new phase to look like for myself, my family, and communities? What am I most excited to do when the world opens up? How do I want to contribute to this new phase? I beg you, I beg the collective to slow down and learn from this process because I can feel us speeding up and I don't want to see us crash. We have this unique moment in time to truly create a more sustainable world, a world where we are treating each other and the planet with kindness, a world where burnout isn't glorified, a world where white supremacy is dismantled, a world where there's freedom of expression and physical and psychological safety especially for the marginalized BIPOC and LGBTQIAA and other communities. A world where stress isn't a major killer. A world where people inside and outside of corporate walls feel held, heard, and seen by their companies, coworkers, and peers. That's the world I want us to move towards. Will you join me in creating something new? So just letting those words linger wherever they do inside of you. Notice what 
images or emotions or sensations or thoughts are evoked. I notice as I share my writing how vulnerable and at the same time exciting it feels. I notice how much hope is in my heart for what this next chapter can look like. And at the same time, there's grief. There's a lot of grief of all of the lives that were lost this last year. All of the pain that is truly present in American culture, then racism. And knowing that this next chapter, whatever we want it to look like, gets to begin with ourselves. This is an opportunity for us to get clear as individuals what we want to be doing differently, how we get to show up in our internal landscapes differently so that we can also be these agents of change in our culture. And that's partly what I mean about even just practicing self-care, right? It begins with the self, not because that's selfish, but because we are these agents in this world. And so when we get to practice and connect to self and listen to self deeply and honor what's true for us, how we then can act with more kindness, act with our wise minds, and contribute to community care, contribute to the greater world. And knowing that it's not the individual versus community, but we are a collective. What one does ripples and affects the other. I had a colleague say this beautiful sentiment of, you know, we're all breathing the same air in this enclosed atmospheric system. We're all part of these same four elements. And even though there's a lot of divides and tensions and othering in our culture, how we have an opportunity to get clear on how we want to be healing and how we can heal and stay grounded in this next phase, in this transition space. So in this moment, I welcome you to even think about and notice what does this transition phase feel like for you in this moment? You know, I express noticing this excitement, this mouth-watering sensation of a kid in a candy shop, this dog scratching to get out and play, and at the same time, a little anxious, a little reserved about leaving my cozy quarantine bubble. And so for you in this moment, I welcome you to slow down and just think about what does this transition phase feel like and look like to you? Maybe you notice there's way more anxiety present 
you're not ready to go back into the office, you're not ready to open up your social circles or your pods, or maybe you are like already past, your bubble's been burst, you are already past feeling like you need to stay in quarantine and you are already traveling and exploring and enjoying the world, maybe you're fully vaccinated. And so just noticing wherever you are on the spectrum of life and experience. And then I welcome you to reflect back on this last year. So from March 2020 to this moment here in mid-April 2021. Just think about what are you most grateful for this past year? What are you most grateful for? Maybe it's your physical space. It's felt like a sanctuary or a respite. Maybe for your neighbors and your community, how people have supported one another. Maybe you're grateful for the weather, the doctors, scientists, the first responders, their nurses, firefighters. Let me be asking yourself, what did I enjoy about this last year? You know, for me, it, sometimes it felt like an adventure, right? To have to do this thing of life in a way more restrictive, cautious, intentional way. So it kind of felt like an adventure to me. And I really enjoyed more permission to be at home. So just exploring, what did you enjoy? Let me be asking yourself, what was challenging and or unpleasant? What was challenging and or unpleasant? And really asking, you know, your heart this. Notice if your mind just kind of goes to something superficial and maybe sink deeper into your heart. And for me, I never really realized how strong my uh, value for family was. I knew it was there, but not how strong. And so it was really challenging to be away from family. Notice as you're reflecting on what's challenging or unpleasant, if the mind kind of starts to judge or critique what's coming up for you, maybe saying, that's not that bad compared to other people, or you shouldn't really feel that way. And again, just notice that and allow yourself, give yourself permission to feel what's present. Knowing you don't need to compare your experience to anybody else's. Maybe asking yourself, what did you learn about yourself this last year? Right? Like, what, how did you learn, you know, what did you observe? How you show up under extreme stress, under chaos? 
in a global pandemic, what did you learn about yourself? You know, I learned that service really helped get me through, right? Being of service, how I could support my communities helped give me a lot of purpose and feel more connected to people in a very isolating time. Maybe exploring like what values of yours became really clear this year. Maybe it's your value of health. Maybe it's a value of family, value of creativity. value of spaciousness or slowing down, value of presence, whatever it was, what values of yours became really clear this year? And the final prompt I'll ask you to just sit with is how do you want this next chapter of life to look differently? You know, said in a different way, like, what do you want to be different? Maybe in your personal life, in your professional life, in our global world, you know, if you had a magic wand or a genie, you know, what would you create And if you could see that and smell that and touch that and feel that, you know, how would life look different and feel different? And so just letting whatever has blossomed inside of you in the last 20 minutes or so, just to be there. And again, of just observing, not needing to do anything with it. And just celebrating yourself for taking this time to pause, to listen, to reflect. It is not an easy task for our human brains in this culture we live in that's constantly full of distractions and shiny objects So just to slow down, to tune your gaze inwards is a huge practice to listen deeply. Just celebrating yourself for being on that journey, however it went for you. And I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what's waking up, what's percolating, what's blooming. So feel free to connect with me on social media, Instagram at OneWade. Feel free to share your response in the comment section of the Medium article. Again, I'll link it in the show notes. I always love hearing from you, so don't be shy to reach out and share with me. Thanks again for listening. I love, love, love knowing that you're out there, that this podcast is resonating with you. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes if you haven't already or leave a review. And until next time, stay centered. Stay centered.